Yeah, and that's that's the scary part about this whole thing is that it has been so peaceful. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. I guess the worst thing that the truckers have done so far is honk their horns, right? <laughs> exactly. Right? Like and- a noise <laughs> ordinance, right? I mean, come on. Mr. Bukas, how are you, sir? <laughs> I'm very good. How are you doing? I'm doing well. It's a pleasure to have you on the show. Uh, I want you to know the recording has started. We're good to go. Anything we talk about is uh, is already going. And uh, uh, I've been following your Facebook page. And man, I am I couldn't be more in line with your point of view as far as everything that's going on not just in canada but here in the u.s and worldwide so i thank you for being on and uh let's go truckers huh all right yes of course let's go truckers and thank you for the invite it is a pleasure for me to to be on your podcast and uh i i you know we got to spread the word and tell the truth i think at this point is what's important yeah, talking about the truth, like who, like what is the news media saying in Canada? Because I know we get two different sides here in the U.S. You have your conservative side, which is uh, Fox News, which are, you know, obviously uh, completely opposite points of views of like other uh, companies here in the U.S. like CNN, uh, MSNBC, NBC, CBS, all the major ones are pushing mm-hmm. a specific kind of narrative. So what is the, what is the message that's coming from your mainstream media uh, corporations out there and the the message coming from the alternate media uh, right. out there? Well, right now, well, as of yesterday, of course, um, there's a state of emergency in Ontario. So uh, they launched that and it's really odd because they also gave a really good news, um, which is the fact that they're going to start, um, you know, they're going to stop the mandates slowly in Ontario. Um, however, they're looking at the convoy as if this is an occupation instead of a protest. Um, they're trying to spin the whole thing as some people in there are uh, violent or racist, um, absolute nonsense. And, you know, Canadians are the, like I say in my videos, I mean, Canadians are literally like the nicest people in the world. I'm literally saying that they're not aggressive enough in some ways. And I'm talking about violence and I'm just th- saying about how, like your demeanor and how you will approach things. And uh, it's so far from being violent, obviously, and so the media, of course, the mainstream, mainstream media is trying to spin that. Um, it's an occupation that they should leave, uh, that they're going to um, enforce uh, with police officers. And they're leaving perhaps the army as an option if people don't, you know, collaborate, apparently. Yeah. And that's that's the scary part about this whole thing is that it has been so peaceful You know, I mean, Mm -hmm. I guess the worst thing that the truckers have done so far is honk their horns, right? Exactly. Like a noise ordinance, right? I mean, come on. 
Yeah, and it's really not that big of a deal. I mean, I'm from Quebec, as you know, and um, I don't know if people know this or even remember, but I I feel like some sometimes people's memory is very short. But we had a huge protest back, I believe it was in 2012, and it was an issue over um, the tuition for the universities uh, here in Quebec, and literally it was like. $12 extra that the kids would have to pay. And the whole entire province went totally berserk because, well, people did not agree to that. You know, tuition should be free or whatever. That's what, you know, people believe in here. And um, so people just went crazy. But I mean, the protest that happened back then, it was violent. People broke stuff and it went off for the whole summer. And so sometimes I'm wondering, well, it's a, it's almost, well, the government's going to pick and choose now, which protests is, you know, should be allowed. But also, I don't see why the government should regulate protests. <laughs> you know, well, I get, I guess they don't. I can understand the side of you don't want to uh, break people's property. You don't want to burn. No, something down. You don't want to be violent protests. Um, so I guess that's the main thing. But this particular one, this trucker one, and, and let me ask this first. Um, was that protest back in 2012? It wasn't anywhere near the size of this one, right? Like not, not even. even close, right? Not even like close. by what would you say the percentage is of how small that one was? And how much percentage increase well, in, in this well, one? The, the setup was obviously different because now obviously the trucks are just sitting there in Ottawa, but peacefully. So it's almost if you couldn't see, you wouldn't know they're there if they're not honking, right? Uh, the protest that happened back in 2012, well, you know, kids were walking in the street and they were yelling and they were making noises with, you know, tools and stuff like that. Um, so I would say, obviously, the protest right now is a lot bigger in a sense, but it's so quiet. People literally just being there, um, act of presence, you know, just, just, you know, to show our government that obviously we don't agree to what's happening, but the, the media is literally spinning the whole thing negatively. They, they are, because this has literally been the biggest protest probably in Canadian history, maybe in world history, because I don't know if you know this, that it, this is also happening in places like New Zealand. Mm -hmm. uh, it's going to happen here in the U.S. We're going to get yes. to that. Um, uh, Australia is also uh, using the trucks as yep. a convoy. So the convoy, mm -hmm. the name convoy is... I don't know about you, how you feel about this, but I grew up watching Transformers when I was a right, kid. Okay. And I just, I, I feel like this is like, like the Transformers where the, the head Transformer was Optimus Prime and he turned into a truck right. and he was for the good and the right. And that's right. what it feels like to me. You know, it brings back and it inspires me so much. Mm -hmm. you know, totally. Um, that word is, um, it's got that, positive energy to it it's like uh it's got that forward energy and when we saw the trucks here my wife and i even because you know it's been a tough two years just not knowing what was going to really happen at one point and and when we saw the trucks literally on the road it was such a crazy feeling i can't i can't even tell you like 
how yeah, it, was, it was yeah you know yeah well helpful. a little bit like like they come to the rescue here they come to the rescue exactly. and the fact exactly. that they have done it the way that they have done it so peacefully Mm-hmm. To the point where, like, how can you make them look wrong unless you're outright lying about what they're doing? Of and course. I, and I, sorry, go ahead. God, go no, no, you go, you go. This is this is you and me talking about this. Uh, you know, well, it, yeah. But you're there, was, so you tell me more. Well, I was just saying that I think the truckers right now in the the community over there, they're obviously inviting people to to go. And um, which is, I think, good, because in a way, people that maybe are not trusting the maybe the convoy even and they don't know what's happening, happening there and they don't know what to make of what's happening in the news. I think people should go and see for themselves that, first of all, it's not violent. It's far from being violent. And people are actually just standing there peacefully uh, making a point and really the big issue that we're in right now is the government, our government, how it's handling the whole protest thing, but also the big issue and the fact that, well, they're not acknowledging that there's a protest, <laughs> you, you see? And that's, I think, a really big issue. Um, yeah, Justin because- Trudeau hasn't come out to actually speak to the truckers. He has just spoken at them in various interviews, but he has not spoken with any or reached out to any leaders of the truckers. And that that was a question I wanted to ask you, and maybe it should remain anonymous, but are there leaders of this truck organization? Who are the leaders of this organization? Or is it is it is it supposed to remain anonymous so that you can strategically well, s- safely maneuver this movement? No, I mean, I, th- I, th- I think they are from Alberta, um, you know, very nice and simple people. I think the husband is a trucker. Um, I believe the wife was involved in, you know, a bit of politics back in the day. Um, so very simple people. Right. Um, are we allowed and- to say their names or no? Is that a, uh, would that would be a bad thing? What do you know? Yeah, no, I, no, it's it's I think it's fine. I mean, their name is I don't know it, know it by heart, but it's Tamara uh, Leach. And I don't know the name of the husband, um, but my wife will find it. Um, yeah, I think it's perfectly fine to say their names. It's it's public. And they've these people are so kind. Uh, the way that they are handling this situation is done very peacefully again. Um, as leaders, you, you, you see what I mean? And um, I think they have a very strong team as well. Um, lawyers, uh, accountants, uh, people that can, they, they can really rely on. And so um, the fact that our prime minister hasn't come out and talked to these people, because I think they are respectable people. I mean, let's be honest, sometimes in protests, there are some people that are ex- extremists, you know, uh, and you don't really want to talk to these people, but I believe that the, you know, the people that are leading this convoy are good people and they deserve a chance. They deserve a sit down. And if, and this, you know what, this is what I, I'm starting to wonder if the people as, you know, a society are against an issue with the government and are only ways to protest to say how we feel, you know, it's not like I can pick up the phone and talk to Justin and be like, you know, but if all together we're showing um, disagreement, 
Um, why is it that our prime minister is not willing to come and talk to the people? That's an issue. And, and I think it, do you, know, know the, it, do you know the answer to that or do you, or do you not I'm, know the answer? I'm, to I'm that? Compl- I don't know the answer to that anymore. This, uh, do you, do you have an answer to this? Because I, yes, feel that, I, okay. do, I, I think that I do, uh, but this is conspiracy theory. You know, well, of uh, course, but this this is what we are, and I'm totally, you know, it's totally fine. Yeah, let's, there's let's no, there's no real it. facts based upon it, but I think that it is about. I don't know if you've heard this thrown around, this word or phrase, the new world order. It's a yeah, build course. back better plan. It is a depopulation event that includes the vaccines that. I, we don't have to get into the whole COVID thing, but this all lines up, right? Like everything, yeah. the, the COVID release of this virus that potentially came from a lab, and now it's looking more and more likely that it did come from a lab. The same people that created the virus are the same people that are gaining from the distributions of these vaccines. Of course. Okay, so yes. that doesn't make sense, right? No conflict of interest there? <laughs> Not even a little? Yeah. Right? <laughs> okay, so you match those dots, right? Mm-hmm. And Trudeau is also, uh, you know, he's there as uh, one of the world leaders of yes, this of depopulation event. So yes, he, he is an enemy of the state, is yeah. what he is. And this is when we are all realizing, and I think people still have their head in the sand because it hurts to know the truth, you know what I mean? Yeah, um, to have trust in somebody. Um, and and I think that us as human, I'm going to go spiritual a little bit, a little bit deeper, but Please. in terms of spirituality, not knowing really where we are, what we are, um, a sense, a sense of uh, attachment or safety, and I think the government is sort of like there for a lot of people because it's safety. And the moment that they're going to realize that it's, it's really not uh, real. First of all, I, I, for me, I feel that it's a lot of the government is in our minds. We, we, it's in our minds, and um, it, it, when we realize that they're initial plan is not really for your own best interest. Uh, some people may be crushed to, you know, find out the truth about that. Um, yeah, the, pow- the power lies within the people and the people need to realize that they have more power when they come together and that that's the, pro- that's the thing. And that's mm-hmm. what's happening. And that's, what's so beautiful about what's happening uh, mm-hmm. in Canada, especially because, you know, they led the surge who Canada is the leader and you should be very proud of, of Canada. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not disappointed in the U S but we should have been doing more, but there were more restrictions going against you guys, more, uh, uh freedoms yeah, taken more, away little yeah. by little. Quicker. A lot of coercion, um, a lot of tyranny, especially in Quebec, uh, compared to all of the other provinces, um, which, Again, I mean, we're usually the nation that's like, oh, my God, if there's something wrong, we are vocal about things. We're very liberal here in terms of what we're speaking our minds. We're French. (laughs) You see what I mean? Compared Uh to a little bit more conservative um, approach in the other provinces of Canada. Um, And but nobody did anything. And so uh, 
I don't know what's 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 coming next. I don't know what's going to happen in the next few weeks. What what is your what is your feeling? What do you think is going to happen with the trucks? I hope they stay. I really hope that they stay strong and they stay um, and they you know in a, a, a in a Christian way. You have to be wise as serpents, but gentle as doves. So, and I think that they've done that so far. Everything yeah. that they've done has been so wise, but very gentle, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so I think keep that going. And then there, I don't know, you know, God willing, uh, the, the police doesn't, what I'm worried about is the police uh, yes. and the threat of the police uh, being aggressive, arresting uh, unlawfully. What happens with that? I'm not 100 percent sure. Uh, today, oh. today and tomorrow are are really huge days yes, as far like as what the, the police is going to do because the course. police force has moved in quick, right? They're there. Mm-hmm. They're there so you, now. You tell me what's going on. Uh, I believe this afternoon in Windsor, um, the police started to come in near the bridge, uh, and apparently. People were, well, coming from the mainstream media, apparently the people were peaceful and slowly backing off. Um, but this is coming from the mainstream media. I haven't seen any live videos from, you know, the, that actual situation. Um, now, again, um, like you, I am worried about what will happen when the police starts, you know, pushing back. <laughs> and uh, at that point, People are going to have to make a decision. Well, have, have what, let, let's go here real quick. Have you been out there to the protests at all? No, and seen uh, it personally. I haven't been to. I haven't been to Ottawa. Um, Ottawa is about five hours away from where we live, um, and it's winter. Um, I have three children, so you see, going to Ottawa, um, not not really knowing where we would actually stay. Um, slightly complicated, if you know what I mean. We did go to um, the the convoy when the trucks were passing um, to go to Ottawa. So we did definitely go there and support that. And that was amazing because we definitely realized that there was a lot of people here that were awake and tired and upset about what's happening. So that was, that was really good. Um, I'm not leaving out the option to go out when it's going to be absolutely needed you see what i mean um no i'm and i'm not saying and i'm not saying that you're you you're not going out there has nothing to do against the protest you speaking out on social media is a protest in itself you standing for your word is a protest in itself of course we of all course. can do the protest i'm here in the u.s in north carolina yeah i'm wearing doing- i'm wearing a t-shirt and it's just amazing. wearing this is uh a little bit like people look at you like because they don't really fully understand a lot of yeah. people like you said still have their heads buried in the sand mm-hmm. and they don't know so when you wear something like this it's like yeah well, what they, is that oh, of course What's going on there so today sorry today we actually just saw a truck in quebec city with flags a uh, big pickup truck was on the highway. And this is actually the first time that we saw just a just a vehicle on the road with flags and then we were like, honking, you know? Yeah, yeah. So there's a movement. I don't know if you, if, uh, I want to say this, but there's a movement for everybody in the world, if they can do it, 
It's yes. an eight, 12, eight movement at eight okay. in the morning at 12 noon. And at eight in the evening, everybody honks their horn for 10 seconds. Right. Yes. Yes. I saw that. Now, see, if I was to do that here in my town, I'd probably get arrested because it's. But if know, everybody's man, doing it. I, oh, I know. Oh, I know. But it, you see what I'm this. It's great that people are, are getting together, you know, in Ottawa. Now, at this point, what we need is the spread. I think that people need to come out of their shelves. People are shy. You know, it's, it's a very, it's a very complicated topic. Um, I understand that people sometimes are afraid to come out and say the truth. It's not easy. I mean, I've lost 20 years of friendships, like, you know, guys I went to, to elementary schools with, you know, just because I had to be myself, stand for what I believe in. And it's tough. But um, we are in a turning point, don't you think so? I mean, it's oh, absolutely. It's, it's, it's absolutely. It's, now, it's coming to it's coming to the point where people are going to either wake up or they're going to be. And here's well, here's the thing. They're going to kill us. They're going to kill us with their vaccines. They're going to kill us with their, if we just keep taking two, three, four, six, eight vaccines. I mean, come on. You know, you don't, you don't see it. They gave you, they gave you COVID, which doesn't really kill you. And now they're giving you the cure, which they're making billions of dollars doing. Nobody sees it. I I can't understand how nobody sees it, but you see it. And that's what we have to do is just work slowly and surely to get people to wake up. And it's just going to be a slow wake up. It's not going to be a dump the water on you at six in the morning sort of a wake up. It's going to be a, you know, hey, sweetie, (laughs) time to go to work. Yeah, you have to whisper in the ears, you know, because they're going to get angry otherwise. Yeah. And, you know, some I want to just approach this little topic here about anti-vax and and all that stuff. And look, I'm I'm not vaccinated. My my wife's not vaccinated. My kids are not vaccinated. I don't actually believe in it. And the thing is, I have a hard time with anti-vax and this this whole word and concept because and and also on top of that, the anti-vax usually comes with well. Anti-vax don't believe in science. This type of thing, you know, which I think is. It, it and you're a Trump. And you're a Trump supporter. And you're probably <laughs> racist. Oh yeah, exactly. Also, <laughs> like I mean, I, I have a black guy living in the French place, and like I've got my white prime minister tell me that if I don't take the vaccine, I'm racist. Like, you're racist. You, yeah. <laughs> you know? And racist. my wife is a Filipina, and I. Oh you know, it's, man. It's, it's insane. Yeah, you yeah. gotta laugh at it sometimes because you know <laughs> it's 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 propaganda at its highest. Is uh, exactly, it is. exactly. And so, in terms of in terms of vaccine and NFT vax, I I think that that's going to have to to stop also because we're we're mixing things here. And um, as I explained in my video here, aren't we allowed to disagree with some types? of medicine like i never understood that this was a like you weren't allowed to not believe or not agree with certain medicine because it's 
it's brought by the big corporation. And, you know, if, if you don't agree with that, then you're either a conspiracy theorist, uneducated or racist. Or, and some people don't use Tylenol, right? Because maybe they don't want Tylenol. It's a medicine, right? It works for some people. It works for, it doesn't work for some others. And so to me, um, look, uh, if I have to go to Africa for some time for, for a business trip, right? And apparently, there's some vaccines that you have to take to go there for some time. Do, do you remember, love, if, um, would you know if it was some, some type of, uh, it's called the yellow fever, I believe? Yeah, yeah, I've heard of yellow oh, fever, yeah. Okay. okay. And I believe that you must take a vaccine before you go to Africa type of thing. For some reason, see, I don't feel coerced to do that. You know, if I want to go to a place, they require that for, and perhaps I will, consider to perhaps take it i'm not a fan of vaccine initially so but it's just to show you that i think at the end of the day it's your decision right it's um it should be it, it, it absolutely it, should be and i don't understand and that and that's the whole reason i wanted i wanted vaccines when the whole covid 19 first started i was like oh oh no oh no this is bad everybody was scared right you remember when it first happened Everybody was scared. I, I wasn't you know, scared because I, I'll tell you the story afterwards, but carry no, on, but, please. Let well, I was just going to say, everybody was scared. So, of course, I wanted the vaccine to come out. But then when the vaccine came out and they started saying things in the news media that were like, get vaccinated and you'll get a cheeseburger. Get vaccinated and you'll get a joint. Get vaccinated and you get a six pack of beer. Get vaccinated, you could win a million dollars. I was like, what in the world is going oh, on here? This is this is it, idiocracy of idiocracy. So that's why I was like, wait a minute. Oh, no, but now you gotta get three shots right, to right. be fully okay. vaccinated. Oh, oh, okay. oh. Four, oh, no, four. Oh, I gotta get four. <laughs> So you see, like yep. there's a joke that's going around. I didn't make this up. Uh, I just heard it uh, somewhere. It said, "What's the difference between an unvaccinated person and a vaccinated person? They will never be fully vaccinated because <laughs> it doesn't matter if you take if you don't take it. If you take two, you got to take three. If you take three, you got to take four." Day four. I mean, where does it end? Where does it end? And this is a very good point there that you brought up. And I think it's very good to bring back the things that happened. Because again, like I said, people forget. People forget so quick, I find, about nonsense. Because it's like nonsense after nonsense after nonsense. And then you you know, like whatever happened last week, it, well, it's, it doesn't matter. But I'm like, no, do you, do you remember what they said or what they did? Like, that's crazy. Let's talk about it. And uh, regarding what you said about the beginning, about how obviously people were scared. And look, I was in Asia when this all started. And I, I feel like I want to tell you the story if you want to hear it. Please. Um, I, well, my, my wife and I and the kids, we, um, we actually left to go back to the Philippines. Um, I think it was around January 24th, 2020, right? Um, so look, this was really close to when the news started to come out 
in Asia. So we arrived there, let's say like on a Monday or something. And literally what, three days after, four days after, like on J January 24th or something, news started to come out. But people here on this side of the world do not know what happened. And I try to, to tell everybody I know, and some people don't believe me. I don't care. But look, I was there and it's crazy. And the images that we saw was coming out of Hollywood movies. And I could have been scared, but it was too staged that I couldn't be scared literally after 10 minutes. Because of course, when you hear about like a virus and we had friends in China while we were in the Philippines. So, you know, we picked up the phone. We're like, like what's happening in China? And, you know, we were right there. But we, we were pe seeing people in almost, you know, shaking in the street, drooling, <laughs> lit, like oh, literally. No, really? Oh, the, the images that we saw was absolutely insane. And I was like, this, this, this can't be true. Obviously, you can tell if some, you know, you, you know, when you know in your heart, when it's just off and you don't need to have somebody tell you that it's not true, right? Like, it's just obvious. And it just went on and on and on and on. And then I said to my wife, I said, look, this is so odd and wrong that I think, I think something really bad's going to happen. And I said to her, I said, look, we're going to cancel our trip and we're going to go and we're going to go back to Canada. And look, we were leaving for six months. We were in the Philippines for a good six months vacation. And I literally booked my tickets to fly back to Canada or try to book my tickets after a week that we were there. But look, the things that we had to go through in Asia while this all started is just absolute insanity because that's where all the nonsense started. And so they, I, so they, that's where they tested whether or not the population was going to jump through the hoops yes, that yes, everybody. Okay. Totally. I mean, I was already washing my hands in <laughs> the mall. And if, and I tell people, if you don't believe me, there are videos on my YouTube channel, you go back and my wife and I are literally walking in the mall and you will see before the dates, before people even knew we were already masked up, washing our hands, sanitizing our hands in the mall. It'd be good. It would be good to repost those and say I, this. This is how they started scaring us. Yes. See, witness the videos, how they started scaring us. And this is how they got us so scared. It would be good to, for you to repost I, those. That's a very good. You idea. Have yeah, of course I do. And, you know, even images of the the women eating bats in, in, in China. I don't know if you saw that. No, no, that's, oh, I th that, well, that's what I'm saying. Repost some of the old stuff yeah. and get people to re-remember because I think and that, yeah, a lot of exactly. all the misinformation's gone out there. It's, it's, like, it's insane, but this was mainstream media in Asia, you see? And then it started to mold into, well, just people coughing. Or just and then it, it went to just people dying, but it was just old people dying that had cancer or diabetes or <laughs> like a bunch of other problems. <laughs> I, don't mean I, mean. To, I don't mean to laugh, but it, you have to laugh at the, you just, must. the, the just the monstrous lies. Yeah. And and it feels it feels really I feel bad for people that cling to COVID and say. 
oh, well, you know, uh, my my grandma died. Or, you know what? Like, look, my my mom died from cancer when I was 14 years old. Okay. It's all a tragedy. All death is a tragedy, right? But it it's probably better to know what you died from, like the real reason that you died of. Um, it's it's really hard to deal with people that believe in that and they blame it on COVID. And it's like, well, I, I feel like you perhaps had another issue. And sometimes I bring that up and it's, uh, oh, they, you know, people get upset. Well, it's very difficult to find the actual numbers, right? The actual data has been so uh, hard to find. Yes. Like who actually died from COVID and it was literally just COVID. I don't, I don't think that data is still like, I haven't seen anybody still bring it up. Like the actual number, they mm -hmm. say, okay, they died with comorbidities. They had COVID and comorbidities four or more. And that's 95%. But I don't, is, and, and maybe, you know, uh, data that is just people that died from COVID. It, you know, are there people that even died from COVID or they just had COVID and they died? Nobody tells you. There's, it's, where do you find that information even? I even looked at the CDC. I was like, yeah. well, yeah, they died with COVID, but they had these so-and-so other things. But They well, died with COVID, not with COVID. from COVID. Exactly. And so, and they forget mentioning what other underlying issues that came along with it, right? Which would, which would be, sure, if you had COVID, okay, fine. But yeah. what else did you have? Like I could die with a scratch on my right arm. How many other people died with a scratch on their right arm? But they didn't <laughs> die from that. They died with a scratch on their right arm. I mean, what? Come on. Exactly. You know? it, it, it is it is upsetting at some point. And um, I don't know, um, per, perhaps, perhaps, you know, the the issue of the vaccine and and the, the accidents that you can get from it. Um, do you believe that will make people wake up? Not that I want people to get hurt, but I feel like if you are doing a conscious decision of putting something in your body that could be lethal. And I, I, I believe now it's out, right, in the, in the news that they, it's, they are lethal things in the vaccines, you know? Yeah, there's more and more. Now, that there, is, uh, there is the whole thing that I think people are waking up to that the government has made Pfizer release what is the, the actual data from uh, the vaccine what's in the vaccine in the and vaccine? all the documents and whatnot. But, but Pfizer asked for them to be released at 500 pages per month, I believe, which would have taken 75 years to release the entire data. And people were like, no, like you release all that data now. Right. So why is Pfizer, if you're not hiding anything, want to, wait 75 years to release all the data and it's because it's because they don't want you to know right away they want to inject as many people as they can exactly before they uh can they can know the knowledge well, well you and i will probably be gone by then even you know what i mean we would five years 
Oh yeah, but, like, I'll be- but yeah, yeah, they'll all be gone. That's that's the whole point. It's like yeah. let's inject as many people as we can. Why mm. would you want to inject as many people as you can for a? Now we know COVID has a less than one percent chance of killing you. Yeah. It's like 0.08 something. 0.08 something. It's more dangerous driving a car. It's more dangerous me getting a scratch on my right arm. <laughs> exactly. Lucas. <laughs> exactly. It's it's absolute nonsense. And but the fear is obviously greater than being conscious and making sense. And and how can at this point, how can you blame people, right? Sometimes no, I'm it's like, not their fault. It's not their fault. Exactly. They, but it's they not don't. Their fault. But they don't listen to any other. They're not critical thinkers. They just are. They're just are, and I don't want to call them sheep. They're just the people that listen. You know, because I believe in Jesus. That Jesus was a sheep herder. So of course, okay, I understand. If you're going to be a sheep, that's okay. You're right. gentle. You know, <laughs> okay. you're just listening to your authorities, and that's okay. In the in the heart of uh, right. Christianity. Um, yeah. And I don't know necessarily also that it's our job to like, let them know either. You know what well, I mean? Like, exactly. I think we have all, we all have a power to sometimes just take a minute and go within you, um, within yourselves. Uh, you're a Christian. I mean, obviously I'm Catholic. Um, my wife and I are very spiritual. And I think that there are just so many answers that are within. Um, yeah. Scriptures can, you know, can lead you uh, to trying to understanding things. But I feel when you go back to yourself and not in a selfish way, but just in go within your heart, you find a lot of answers and statistics and whatever has been told to you on the media really doesn't really matter if you rely on what's inside. I agree. I agree with that because I knew from the onset without any numbers or anything that there was something a little fishy about this. It smelled like this does not, this does not smell good. There's something yeah. about it. I don't know. I don't have my finger on it quite yet, but, yeah. uh, but it we stinks. have that. Now we, as now, humans, yeah. You no, know, as humans. The mo- and maybe it's about connecting the dots because that's what I did. It took me a long time to connect the dots. Oh, well that oh that ties in right here. Hold on to that one for a little while. That idea, that's a good idea. Oh, oh, that happened over there. Oh, why would that be? Oh, that's connected to this idea. It's all connected. And it's all connected from a very few, very rich Bill Gates, uh Klaus Schwab, um, uh, who's the other guy? He's a German Nazi guy. BlackRock. I mean, did all those companies. BlackRock, all those you companies, know. right. They're all controlled by the very elite of the elite that has the most money. The only one, I think even Zuckerberg is tied into that because he's censoring all of the Facebook yeah. stuff and well, all that. Like, Zuckerberg is just another puppet, just like the yeah. Justin and your Biden. And, you know, these are just little puppets that run There's the show from under, puppets. right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, but here's who's the ultimate puppeteer. The ultimate puppeteer uh, publicly. Or uh, who's the ultimate puppeteer spiritually? You know who it is. 
spiritual. Uh, it's Satan. Well, Satan. yeah, I was, yes, of course. I didn't. So, yeah, I was not so, gonna. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll go there because this okay, is we'll the ultimate there. battle. The ultimate okay. battle is who's controlling who. Well, you know, right. why are the bad people doing the bad things? Why? Because they worship that God. Why are the good people doing this stuff? Why are the truckers standing up for their rights and being so peaceful about it? Because mm -hmm. they worship this God. That's yeah. why. So it's a battle of good and evil. And, totally. and, and evil has had such an upper hand. Like they beat us up for the first 10 rounds. And now yeah. here we come back with the truckers like Rocky or the, or the Optimus Prime and the Transformers. And now we're fighting back. And that's why it feels so inspirational. And I of love it. Of course. And, you know, just acknowledging that now at this point of time in our timeline, in this realm, sadly, the evil has a little bit more of the side of the bed. You know, they pull mm. the cover a little bit. And to, to acknowledge that, it's not being a conspiracy theorist. It's not being a lunatic. It's just seeing things as it is. And don't get me wrong, there, there is good in the world. Um, I've traveled the world. I've been in a lot of places. But look, the reality in every places I go and everything that I saw, evil wins. And I'm sorry. I mean, I'm from Haiti. I was born in Haiti. You go to Haiti. My wife is a Filipina. My three kids were born in the Philippines. I mean, you go there, you realize evil is everywhere. You mm -hmm. see? And in and, and and a place like first world country, sometimes it's even worse because it's disguised, right? Mm -hmm. you, you don't really see it with your own. You don't see kids in the street with no shoes, right? But it's a lot more internal. And I think it's... Uh, it's it's really bad, and that's it. We gotta we gotta worship the the positive, and turn our focus to that. But you're right, the evil is right now sort of having a hold on something. They, they, yeah, they've won more rounds than we have won. If you want to put it to boxing terms, yeah. yeah. Um, let me ask you this because you made a video I thought was really clever. It was uh, it was which it was a to Slim Shady which. Uh, which artists will stand up, will stand right. up. And I thought that was really, really clever. Thank you. And my, my question to that is what, what, what other groups, I know you're trying to get the artists woken up. What other groups have you seen be in support? I know that there's the truckers and the farmers seem to be the, the main group in Canada. Mm -hmm. Have you seen any other groups band together? Like, I don't know uh medical workers or well uh, okay uh, restaurant yeah. owners or i don't know okay well yes i have seen one doctor here in the you know quebec area the man owns a private clinic right so and he's been very clear since the beginning and you know he's trying he's being shut down obviously he had a he was asked to go on a board of you know, the medicine and he's really getting shots behind the head. And um, sadly, I think is is all alone because, you know, people don't want to speak out in, in the medical area here. People don't want to speak up. So one doctor, um, apart from that, no, um, there are no there are no businesses or anything like that. My wife tells me that 
there are uh, veterans um, who oh, are... Oh, veterans, I heard. Yeah, yeah. veterans uh, who used to fight in the army. Yeah, thank you. Do, that's yeah. a group of people. Yeah, that's a group of people who are literally fighting for that. Yeah. I think a few soldiers are starting to come out, you know, like online and they're starting to speak up, but obviously not yet maybe a group together. Um, but, you know, people are losing their jobs. Yeah, yeah. Once it, so, so the next group of people will be the unemployed. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. The unemployed I mean, people are going to come I mean, together I've for sure. I've been unemployed since the beginning. And so, I mean, that's, that's totally fine. Um, I, I knew this is, what, this is where it was going to lead. Um, I'm a threat to my department as you can imagine well yeah uh, because you're 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 an artist and well initially i am a professional coach in you know in ice skating because this, this is oh. my career um i am a writer composer but people you know me by but i am a former professional athlete in ice skating so i was 10th in canada um i was the champion of quebec uh, the first, out. yeah, first man to land a quadruple jump on French soil here in a in a competition in Quebec. Well, well the first woman that landed that quadruple jump didn't she just get eliminated for doping? In yeah, the, she's China? yeah Russian. Yeah, just yeah Russian slut. Yeah, just, yeah, we can get eliminating. Yeah, we can get into that. Uh, obviously, yeah. this is not that particular topic, but That's I would right. love to talk to you about that sure. particular incident. Sure. Um, and so there you go. Um, <laughs> I, I haven't been in a rink in a really long time. And so this is kind of, um, you know, my life has been destroyed, <laughs> basically. But um, it's totally fine, you know. Because- well, that's, well, that's the reason that you're speaking forward so much, because my also livelihood got destroyed. I had a small business. And it got shut down and all my money got taken away from it. It was a, it was a gym, a gym for for children, teaching them uh, gymnastics and things. So similar realm, ice skating and gymnastics Mm -hmm. are similar ish, Mm -hmm. but uh, yeah. yeah, So I got my livelihood threatened and that's why I was speaking out. Now all these other people that don't, and maybe that's why they had their heads in the sand so much is because they work for Costco. They work, their lives weren't affected necessarily. You know, the moment that your finance or are affected. I mean, I just saw a video just yesterday about this woman from Quebec. Her husband is a, he has a really good job at the hydro company of Quebec. So obviously here in Quebec, we have our own hydro and it's, it's run by the government. And so um, Buddy Boy probably makes, you know, over $100,000 a year, okay, um, or more. And basically he lost his job back in November or like a vacation with no pay, right? Because he wasn't vaccinated. The girl was going apeshit. I'm sorry, my language, but the the wife is just absolutely bizarre. Like, could not contain herself. Why? Because they had to go to the bank and stop their car payment, stop their house payment. They had two kids, you know, and this is where it's going to start shaking up people, right? Yeah. 
That's where the rubber meets the road, as they say here in America. <laughs> oh, I love that expression. It is. It's a, it's I've never southern, heard it before. Yeah, rubber meets the road, boy. You're going to have to, yeah. Where are you located? Just out of North, North, North Carolina. Charlotte, oh, North Carolina. Sweet. I hear this is such a nice Go Hornets. There. Yeah. <laughs> I hear it's beautiful there. Thank okay. you. And, I, I, and I've been to Canada. I've been to Toronto, Vancouver, uh, Calgary. And uh, where else did I go? One other place. Um, but uh, oh, Quebec. I've been to Quebec. Oh, no, Montreal. Been... No, Montreal. Montreal. Okay. Yeah. But Montreal. you've been so you've you've done the whole. I've, I've, yeah. And I thought it was absolutely beautiful. And I always loved the Canadian people that, and, you know, one of the things that Canadians would always say to me when I would go there and visit and I would go to a bar and I would sit down and I would speak to people and things like that. They would say, you Americans and your guns. Why do you guys have to have your guns? <laughs> and and let me answer that question right now for all of Canada. Because of stuff like this. Yeah. Because of tyranny like this. That's Look. why you have guns in America. So that you don't have governments threatening you as easily as Canada got threatened. I'm I'm a real Canadian, okay? So uh I've my thoughts and my views on guns were always very, very strong. And it was like a big no-go. Okay. And that was right until last year because I was like, well, look, I have three kids. Um, my wife, I mean, I, I, I just did her residency. So she becomes a resident of this country because I was proud to be Canadian. But look, I'm thinking, well, you know what? Maybe I want an American citizen. <laughs> well, it depends on where in America, because if you go to California, no guns. If you go to New I, York, no guns. You got to I probably South. go to Texas or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you, you know? get all kinds of guns in Texas. Yeah, I'll be, but, I'll uh, be fine in Texas. Uh, but yeah. you see, and I'm, I'm starting to think like, well, because, you know, it's not in our culture. You have to understand that. Like, just... Guns is not in the culture of Canada. So um, if you come across people just like, no guns, well, it's just because it's not in our culture. Okay, it's, We're not yeah. even, it's not even, it doesn't look good for us, right? Yeah, because you've never actually been in a war before. <laughs> now, you're, now you're in a war, exactly. a war for your freedom. And that, yeah. that's literally what we're in right now. And mm -hmm. I wasn't, I wasn't pro-gun either, by the way. I, I do live in the Southern States. I don't own a gun. I am going to be going to get a gun sure. soon sure, sure, sure. Yeah. because I don't know sure. what's going to happen. I'm waiting to see what happens in Canada first to see, you know, to yeah. the lengths that Trudeau long, is going to go. No, <laughs> I'm going next week, this week, <laughs> All right. to yeah. go get a, a, just a rifle, not a not a pistol or anything like that, right, right, right. Or, or an assault weapon or anything like that. Just something that it's like, you know, I, I feel I can defend myself if somebody, yeah. I don't know, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I felt... I felt scared at one point, feeling like I'm, you know, I don't have anything to protect my family. Look, yeah, they, if, if they if they go on your Facebook account and they look at and they're looking at people's Facebook accounts right course. now in Canada, yeah. I, I just saw a video of somebody, uh, the police showing up at the house and saying, "You posted yeah. this on Facebook uh, just to let you know we're watching you." 
course. Yeah, that was crazy. I so yeah, was, uh, so what's the next step above that? Sorry, I didn't yeah, mean to what's cut the you next off. Step? No, I'm sorry. That's, that's a very good uh, I point there because I actually saw that video yesterday. I was baffled and I was like, oh my, it was was it the the woman cop at the yeah, door? Yeah, the woman cop short, with yeah, the other woman. Short, yeah. 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 I was like, well, okay. <laughs> Insane, right? And I, I'm thinking, well, because every 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 week it's been escalating. And I've been saying this to two people who were telling me, oh, like, you know, like they, they're never gonna force people to have vaccine. Two years ago, I was saying, like, oh, they're gonna come out with vaccine and they're gonna force, you know, I'm sorry, I'm speaking French here. I'm like, no, yeah. like, no it's not true. They can't do that. And I was like, look, well, look where we are now, right? Mm-hmm. But what's what's the next step until they we, we're like enough? Yeah. And, enough i don't know i don't know exactly (laughs) and and this is going to be an interesting two days i think tonight tomorrow is supposedly going to be the day where uh, the police uh, the canada police really moves in and infiltrates that's just what i heard yeah uh, yeah. that tomorrow is going to be the day uh, the day of reckoning either one side bends or the other side gives i'm not sure here's a question i wanted to ask you because i know I want to I want to give this particular podcast, this particular episode, as much power as I could possibly give it from the position of me just sitting here at a table talking to somebody else. Right. Okay. We're not I'm not doing as much as go, you know, driving trucks and parking them there. And these people are really risking their lives. Yeah, they're Um, you have a a very uh, uh, important platform because you want to talk to the artists and the artists are the ones that probably need the most waking up, could potentially have the most backing to help the movement. Because yes. right now we're being, and I say we, because I am part of them. I am part of that movement now. It yeah, is a we. Yeah. And it, and it is protect our civil liberties. That's yeah. the we that I'm talking about. I'm not talking about vaccinated, not unvaccinated. That's not what I'm talking about. Um, the liberals are obviously on the other side. You know mm-hmm. this, right? Yeah. Like, it, yeah. Movies, Hollywood, Justin Bieber. Have you thought about coming up with some kind of a song <laughs> to support the convoy movement? Like some I kind have, of. Yeah, I have one, which actually I produced like two weeks ago or something. No way. Okay. Yeah. Um, maybe after we're done this interview, I will send you the link so that you can. It's It's not. It's not a full, it's not yet finished fully, uh, but you can actually see like the main riff and the main chorus that I that I did. Um, but I'm preparing definitely to release actually a full EP um, for, well, possibly for next year, because this is not going to be over. <laughs> you see, we're, I think, you don't I think, think a lot, so? no, yeah. I don't, no, no I think it's definitely not going to be over yet. Right. Because there will be backlash and, you know, it's it's going to take time to 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 sink in. I think we're just at the beginning. At the and so, um, so, yes, indeed, I have a I have a huge project and just dedicated for the whole pandemic. And most of the songs were written like 12 years ago. Okay. Which Do you all relate have- to what's happening now. Have you, th- are you, are you large on TikTok at all? Uh, not really. No, not, not really. Okay. I started one, um, you know, well, I'm, I'm doing my best posting every, every content I do there as well, you know, trying to get momentum, momentum there as well. 
have you thought about doing a, a, a quick TikTok? You know, TikTok is only like maybe just use your music to do TikTok videos so it starts some kind of a movement of awakening. I don't yeah. know. That's not my expertise. I'm not a, you know, I'm not an entertainer, but you are. So of course. Well, you see, um, I was sort of quiet for a while because I've been literally at it for a very long time. We, I released a song. Uh, when was it? In 2020 or 20? It was last year, last Christmas. Um, I wrote a song during Christmas telling people to gather around because, you know, they, all the restriction and couldn't gather with the family. And I wrote like, a, I think a beautiful Christmas song telling to, you know, people to gather around and just be together. And so um, that's it. I'm really working hard to put some music together so that I can really come up and have this, this just bunch of music that can heal people in a way and, I would, I or, would make, love- or make them think. Yeah, or like a a song about these truckers in this movement. I don't know if you, you know, I I can't sing, but, you know. (laughs) You see, there's other artists in Alberta, which I think was really cool. My style is a bit different. You know, I'm like a punk rocker, R&B type of guy. Um, Why why wouldn't that be cool with a bunch of trucks? Well, I I think so. That would be Yeah, I mean, they, they, but some people came up with some, um, Country songs, which I, I think also sort of fit the the, the, the narrative. Not, but now you're falling into the whole, you know, racist, you know, country, <laughs> southern. <laughs> we have we have to transcend that mentality, right? And that's just of because course. that's what that's just the stereotype that you think. Oh, you have a truck. You must yeah. be. You must listen. <laughs> oh, to I country agree with music. you. I mean, when you hear the song, you'll be like, "Oh, this is different." And so I'm lit, I'm definitely up for uh, changing the vibes and the frequencies and, you know, have people listen to something different. I, I love it. I think that I think that it would be really cool and a really breath of fresh air if we could just, mm. you know, unite a particular harmony that's not usually related to a particular group and unite it. You know, yeah, yeah, this is totally. the time to do it. I agree. Um, this is an unrelated, uh, but but related uh, topic um, because it talks about rights and censorship. And I wanted to get your thoughts as a, uh, I don't even know how to say this anymore. I want to say a black man, you can call me a white man. I don't want to say African-American because sometimes that people take that out of context, but obviously you're- Look, I'm black. A black man. man. I'm a white guy. (laughs) What are your thoughts on on the Joe Rogan N-word video? And it's it's not related, but it is related. I am not even aware of what happened. Oh, you didn't see it? Okay. Well, I look. I heard about it, but this this is good because look, it didn't bother me. So right off the bat, this is like I didn't. I heard it, but I didn't pay attention because okay. I really don't care. You see, okay. I've 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 gone through so much um, like hatred in my life as a young kid. And the first day of school, okay, elementary, the first thing it was said to me was like, why the hell are you, are you black? By little kids there, because obviously they hadn't seen a black person before in their little white community. Mm-hmm. And so that's the first thing that was like said to me in my first day of school. And then, 
and then years went on and on and on. And then I became like a, a black uh, figure skater, you know, so it's, I've, it doesn't bother me. And I think people are so weak in that sense, because look, like we, before you asked me the question, you were like, oh, well, black man. Yeah, I'm black. If you first accept that, then you can move on with what people are going to say about you. Right. I, I think mm -hmm. like, well, if you want to insult me by saying the N word or I feel like, first of all, you, you have a lack of weapon, you know, because you you, you only have the N word to, to, to say to attack me. And apart from that, well, if you want to talk about the N word and you speak other language, Negro, niggers mean black. You know, and I speak a bit of Tagalog and it's a mix of um, Spanish with, I would say, I don't know, like native Chinese or something, right? And uh, well, it's Negro. Well, over there, if they call you Negro, why am I gonna get upset? It's black. Mm -hmm. it's, so I, 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 it doesn't bother me. Um, did Joe Rogan say the N word in some ways that? Yeah, but, but he, yeah, he said the N word, but he's, but it was taken out of context. He said the N word like twenty three times, and it was a montage of his early podcasts to today, which is like right. twelve years worth of. And it was a smear campaign is what it was right. because they're just trying to censor him because mm -hmm. he came out against the vaccines by having two doctors on his show yeah. speaking out against the vaccines. So now he is being smeared as a racist, Yeah, you know, no. but, but he did say those words, but they were taken out of context. He wasn't calling anybody that word. Of course. He was just saying the word in a sentence or saying right. the word like how somebody else said it. You know, yeah. he did come out and apologize. I didn't know if you saw that or if that triggered. It doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother. I, the only thing that will probably bother me, obviously, uh, because I'm a human and obviously have an ego, which, you know, every day of my life I try to work on. Um, it's when obviously if you're trying to attack me and um, using my color and it will it will make me sad. I'll be sad for you. You see what mm -hmm. I mean? Yeah, be, yeah. I, won't, I won't really sad for myself, but uh, it doesn't bother me. I, I think maybe I have thick skin because I live with like white people. You see, you see what I mean? People sure. aren't nice uh, all the time here, uh, especially in Quebec. And it's not even in how they speak to you, but how they behave. Because mm -hmm. racism is not just in the word, it's how you, you move around people and and right now, I, you got white people crossing the street because of the pandemic. White people in my building waiting for me to walk past so that they don't, you know. So that's, for me, worse than well, Joe Rogan's you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, hopefully there's more of a unity going forward between, you know, the races and this. Because this is much bigger than race now. Now this is, yeah. this is the yeah. elite wanting to get rid of, you know... The not so fortunate, and that's uh, um, man. It, it like honestly, like this was a. I don't usually. I let you try to talk more than that, but I, I could. I was so riveted by the conversation that I had to like throw in because it's it's one of those things you don't talk to like minded people like this. Like you're, we're a few right now. Few. You know, we are not the many. 
And uh, but this is amazing because look, if this didn't happen, we probably would have never met like in this time life, you know, yeah. it, and, I, and I think this is sort of like the beauty of it too, making connections and um, look, if I do a show with Buka Siguro and I happen to be in North Carolina, like you and I are going to have a beer, right? Oh man, absolutely. Absolutely. And I'll even be, if I'm, I just, I'm your number one fan right now. For oh, sure. thank you. Thank yeah, you. And so I even if I go there that. for skating or just even, you know, whatever. Now we've made a connection. Yeah. Or why, why don't you get in your semi truck and drive down here and just park it right in my parking lot and honk <laughs> the horn for a little while. That's what I would like you to do. Well, see, when they open the borders, I've always dreamed of taking my whole family on this musical around America trips. I want to go all around America. And, uh, well, obviously, North Carolina is going to be one of our stops. Awesome. Well, I hope so. Um, and here's what I was also going to ask you. Uh, now, this could be like off the podcast if you want, but what I wanted to know is uh, if you're still interested in this fight and like uh, doing what little we can with the media that we have, Facebook pages, uh, uh, you know, doing this podcast, would you be willing uh, to be my source in Canada to perhaps once a week, once every couple of weeks, check in and see what's going on in Canada. Yeah. If something crazy starts to happen in Canada, I could be like, yeah, yeah, yeah I got to I gotta call my guy and see what's going on. Let's, let's yeah, put this media out, you know? Yeah, of course. I'm, I'm really interested. And thank you for asking. And um, I, I can really kind of come up with like more information. Obviously, this was like an interview type thing. Yeah, yeah, um, for sure. But next time, maybe I'll really come up with major points and stuff that I gathered from my own content, you know? Yeah. And so like if there's anything with- that, yeah, that you want to share and we can put out there on YouTube, put out there on Apple podcast, you know, all the platforms yeah. that I'm in of uh, course, and push, you know, uh, to make sure that we're not uh, being silenced with, yeah. you know, because your podcast I think on. is a really good idea, but the more outlets we have more platforms to just wrap, everything around so that you don't miss anyone <laughs> right? 100 yeah 100 percent. and uh yeah I, i've really wrapped my heart and soul around this trucker movement and i want to do the most i can and right now this is what i can do and 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 you know um okay i would really love to have you be you know the guy that gathers the information whatever sure. information that's not being uh, censored, yeah, yeah, of course. I mean? And the great thing about, I think, my position, not that anybody else couldn't do what we're going to do, but I am in a specific place in Quebec. And so that's also going to bring a different perspective, in, like if I was in Ontario, or, you know, something like that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right. Awesome. Well, then cool. I'm going to, uh, Liam, you talk to Liam, right? Yes, very yeah. nice guy. Well, we've yeah, been chatting. Nice guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I can I'm gonna add you on Facebook as as my friend. You'll accept it, and then we can just chat from yep. there going forward. So we don't have to include it because I know he's busy with. with so do you things. use any other like? Um, I, I can uh, use whatever you. Well, I 
Wh- what, which one you use Telegram or Viber or? We should probably get on all of those just in case because you never know what they're going to censor. Exactly. So you I know? have a few. I have all of them. So, but either way, let's start with Facebook, which is totally fine, and then maybe we can move on to another one after that. Well, give me get uh, so tell it. Let's put this out there. Tell everybody where they can find your information for your music for uh okay. Your, well, your they messaging. can go to my YouTube channel, so Bukas Siguro. They can also go to my Facebook, which is at Bukas Siguro. Uh, there's the website um right now, which I'm gonna turn on because basically it's just saying mentaside, wake up, but it's mm-hmm. bukasiguro.com. But I have also my uh, little store there so you can purchase my songs. But in all platforms, if you want to listen to the song that I released last year, there's only one song right now because I am a you know independent artist just starting. And so um, to put out albums, it takes a few years of preparation, <laughs> you see. And yeah. so there you go. Facebook website, um, TikTok as well. It is and- all Bukas Seguro. Okay, and then we're going to post the links on the 231 Go podcast when this goes live. And I'm going to push this through so that it is up live tomorrow. Sweet, sweet. Awesome. Lucas, well, this is not the last time we're talking, buddy. This well, is a thank fight you. for freedom. Yeah, totally, yeah, stay strong. Thank you so much for the invite. Um, I like your energy. I like uh, everything that you're doing for this cause. And it's great to have a new American friend. <laughs> Likewise, my French friend. All right. All right. Have a good evening. Tell, you tell your wife good night. All right. <laughs> She's right the here. Scenes. Ah. You can say hello. 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 Good night. Hey, good night. She's <laughs> my co-pilot. You. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, you guys are my co-pilots. <laughs> well, thank you. All right. Take Have care, a good buddy. One. All right. Take you care. too. Bye. Bye.